Inspiration. Such a demanding thing. Or does it have to be? You can't make something if you're not consuming something. Or I create art in ordinariness. One doesn't have to look very far. Let me say a, a cosmic phenomenon. In conversations, ideas come to life. All of these things can be wellsprings of creativity. I want to be able to teach people, inspire people. That's where it all began. Somehow managed to see an opportunity where others didn't get it off the ground. People resonate with it and it's become its own thing. They told the story around it, and that's what really inspired me. There's so many possibilities. It's a very big pond, I guess. Thankful that I got like super bored not doing anything, so that made me start putting myself out there. Just be yourself. Just appreciate everything. It's all material. It's a podcast for and by creatives. My name is Aubrey, and I dare say it's all material. Let's get to the nitty-gritty now, shall we? It's all material! Welcome to the show where we talk about all things creative and the other things that come with it. This podcast aims to show some love to all the artists all over the world. So today I invited a guest who's really close to me, who's been my friend for like forever, almost a decade, I guess. And I'm a huge fan of her work. And she has been through a lot in her career and ultimately leading her to become an up-and-coming digital artist and a very talented one at that. Crazy, how's everything? Hello. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for having me. So um, I want to start off with a question because I've always been curious, like, because we've been talking a lot about about the stuff that we have in common, of course, because we're both geeks, we're both nerds, and and like, <laughs> and like of course, we, we talk about our, our common friends, but we rarely talk about our art careers. So what I wanted to know more about you is, like, like, when did all of this start, even the idea of being a digital artist? When did you realize that this is what you wanted to become? Well, it all started back in high school when I was 14. I used to have a computer that had Adobe Photoshop and I started playing around with it and I kind of enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So that's where it all began. Um, I've been drawing since I was in elementary, but my parents weren't really that supportive when it come to when it came to uh, materials and all. So I had to... Um, you had to be crafty. Uh, yeah, you had to it. be and resourceful. Yeah, I, I had to be resourceful. Right. But I only had pencil and paper. But when I got my own computer and I discovered that I had Photoshop, that's where it all began. That that was my only my pathway to digital art. I think you're like one of those Photoshop OGs. Like before Photoshop was cool, you were already doing it. You were already there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I think it was Photoshop 7. It wasn't even CS then. Mm, what does CS mean? God, I'm such a noob. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but but they have like CS versions of it now, right? right. Yeah, like yeah. When you download the newest versions. Mm-hmm. So also, like when you started out, um, what type of drawings did you do? Like when you started out with your Photoshop? I loved anime. Same. So all my artworks, <laughs> even until now, they're all influenced by anime. Um, most of the 
the portraits that you do, all of the versions that you do, um, they're also um, inspired by your influences, like when you were a kid, when you were watching anime. And I think, right. um, yeah. yeah, with the vibe of the, with your art, like it reminds me a lot as well of like the, the 3D animation of Disney. So that also, uh, that also mm-hmm. gives off that kind of vibe. Yeah, I think what my <laughs> yeah. favorite part about your artworks are the color palettes that you choose. I just love like every swatch that you choose just I because I know that you have like that that acquired taste Mm -hmm. when it comes to swatches because me I just dump everything all on like a canvas and and (laughs) something I like see let's just see which one works and which one doesn't so I'll just (laughs) so I'll just top it all off with a white uh with a white (laughs) after so but but with you I know that you really think about your swatches for you what makes a great swatch like what makes a great palette well for me um, I know it may sound like I plan things when it comes to color palettes and all that stuff. But what I really do is that when I find a picture that who's good, which uh, the colorist I love, really love, I take a picture of that and then take some color samples from that picture. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it's a great trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys can learn a thing that's or two from this girl. <laughs> so um so that's where you based everything off of like when you when you see something that you like you just get a sample off of it yeah and then that's what you use to to paint that's awesome yeah it's <laughs> a great way that's like a shortcut like rather than finding life hack. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to all of the noobs out there listening including me now we know what <laughs> to do so if you weren't a digital artist what kind of work do you think you would be doing I'd probably be gaming because you know I love online games, right? <laughs> <laughs> what what game are you playing at the moment? Well, I used to play Mobile Legends, but I kind of stopped starting when the um, internet went crazy back here in the province, you know. Right. So I kind of stopped for a little bit, but I've been into mobile games for quite some time ever since I was a kid I believe you're so good at them too because like you're really passionate and very committed and I remember like sometimes when I chat you up you're, you you'll be all like hey I'm playing a game can we just do this later yeah <laughs> and I'm like okay chat I, later I feel kind of rejected but you know priorities oh I'm sorry Chrissy has her remember, priorities yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> no it's all right <laughs> What was creative life like, like when COVID happened? Because you, because you mentioned that recently the internet went crazy, so it kind of, it kind of stopped you from online gaming. So, so the, which kind of relates to what was creative life like when, like everything went crazy, lockdown happened last year, and even until now, restrictions are still way up top. So, how do you feel about um, the whole situation, like creative wise, like what kind of space did did the pandemic create for you it actually gave me an opportunity to get back to drawing mm. you know thinking about it if uh, the pandemic didn't happen I probably um, won't have time to you know rekindle this passion of mine when it comes to digital art right you know the pandemic kind of yeah it kind of forced me to go back to drawing you know buy an ipad um, get back to digital drawing. As soon as you bought that iPad, I was like, so this is when the magic happens. I'm just going to wait on her stuff, her really good stuff, because I know she's going to make a lot <laughs> out of that iPad. It's a great investment, like especially when you're doing yeah. what you're doing, uh, which right. leads us to this 
question. Since you've already been um, painting on your iPad for quite mm -hmm. some time, what's your favorite piece? What's your piece de resistance? Like, what's the artwork that you're most proud of? Oh, God. <laughs> God, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> I'm also, like, winging it. I actually don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm just winging it. I, I think, like, some people who know how to say it will probably correct me afterwards, but <laughs> I just want it to sound cool. You know, whatever. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, so the, the thing or the piece that I'm most proud of would probably be the 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 girl I titled it I named her Sinag. Oh. I, I don't know if you do you remember her? I do. <laughs> She's the one with a tropical yeah. palette. Yes, a lot yes. of bright colors on there. It's yes. one of the bright pieces that you made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was inspired by this specific drink from a restaurant here in Kitapawan. Mm. Um, it had the same color. Uh, color palette and I love it it was inspired by that and then and you took yeah, a sample I took a sample <laughs> of it again <laughs> and used the color palette to draw her and she she was probably my first um legit digital artwork I mean digital portrait or mm -hmm. yeah so I, I'm really proud of her I, I'm so happy about with what how she came out that's great is she posted on your Facebook page can you tell people um, what your Facebook handle is so that they can follow you and that they can look uh, look up all of your works, including Sina. Oh, um, you can find me on Facebook. My handle's um, Crazy Creates, and it's the same handle for my Instagram. That's awesome. And it's great that you were able to to use the same handle for both FB and Instagram because it's kind of tough like picking up usernames on on like social media, right? <laughs> exactly. I got lucky. <laughs> um, which actually leads me to this next question. Crazy, what made you change up the spelling of your name to achieve the artist name Crazy? So what's it all about? Can you tell me more? Is there like a story behind it or just a just tripping lang or what was it what was it about oh my god oh uh, well first of all you know i'm not really a fan of my real name right i don't want to say it on air we're not so. gonna go there y'all no. um, <laughs> and when i edit this out later i'm saying no, no, no i'm kidding please no <laughs> no <laughs> please don't for the love of god <laughs> <laughs> I miss it when you say that. No, stop it. <laughs> Before it lays eggs. Yeah, burn it. <laughs> Throw it in the fire, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> so so that's what led you to respell it yeah. and uh, recreate it to crazy. It all began um, during the Friendster era. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. French everybody has friends. <laughs> Oh God, my friends were so oh emo. God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna with all the music and everything. Yeah, we all embed all our playlists. Way out. <laughs> right. That's where it all began. Because people were changing up their names, right? So I was like, I'm not gonna use my real name. Let me use Crazy instead. <laughs> That's what people do on Tinder now. Oh. Like what they used to do on Friendster. Because <laughs> they used like made up names on Friendster. They use made up names now on Tinder. Because they don't want people to find out it's them. Right. That they're trying to get some hanky panky <laughs> down the street. <laughs> I see you, elder millennials. You used to have Friendster I, I, too. <laughs> But that name, Crazy, it stuck all over the years yeah. and you used it as your artist handle, yeah. which is great. And I love that backstory, too. God, <laughs> takes me back, like, how many years ago was Friendster? Yeah. More than a decade, right? Right. 
way more than a decade. Way, way I can't even count I, it. So um, yeah. from having like a nostalgic trip down memory lane with Friendster, let's go fast forward. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now in terms of art? I want to be able to teach other people um, how to do, how to create art, not just digitally, but also traditionally. Um, I want to, yeah, I want to uh, inspire especially younger people to get back to art because we're all living in the digital age. Everybody's playing games, doing whatever, going on social media. So why not do something creative like drawing? So I want to be able to teach people, share what I know, share my knowledge, share my art. And I, I'll be happy if 10 years from now, that's what I'll be doing. That's great. That's actually a great plan. Also kind of <laughs> gives you a steady stream of income apart from like having clients, you'll have regular classes as well. So it really does uh, give you the growth that you need for the years to come. And since we're like talking about your art career, I'm also wondering like what other odd jobs you had like in the past that kind of led you to what you're doing now? Because I remember before um, you mentioned uh, way back when like like after college, you also work like as an editor, digital editor. So um, is that part of the whole journey? Like when you started out? Yeah. Um, even during college, I used to have a part-time job. And I'm not sure, this uh, is this mall still there in Ponchano or near UM Boton? Yeah, I used to, I used to work part-time there. Um, doing layouts for uh, I used to create designs for invitation, um, business cards and logos there. So that's awesome. Yeah, like, <laughs> really. You know, you've had like a colorful journey, and when it comes to career, because because I also remember that um, you also graduated computer engineering. Uh, com was it com computer science? And then afterwards, you you took up civil engineering, and which you um, and which you're also practicing now, and yeah. you're juggling it as well with your art. And that's just I find that really amazing. That it's kind of like very inspiring for people to not just be one thing exactly it doesn't yeah. matter how many things they want to be as long as they can juggle it right so we can mm. all be the things that we want to be and you know let's not listen to those people who keep telling us that you can't be this thing because you're already that thing mm -hmm. right why can't I be both mm -hmm. like why can't yeah. we be both for example in my case I'm a civil engineer by profession but also an artist by passion so that's kind of like a motto, yeah. It's it's having that sort of balance, which keeps you motivated as well and compensated. Mm -hmm. And also it makes you feel fulfilled at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's great. And how do you manage like both jobs together? How do you manage your time? So in the morning, I have a day job. I work at 85. And then um, I mostly do my digital art works at night. I see. So, yeah, I had to sacrifice other things like online gaming, <laughs> <laughs> watching series and other movies, you know. The evenings are reserved for artwork and school because, you know, I'm 
taking up masters in public admin. So yeah, yeah. I just remembered now that you now that you mentioned it. Wow. Aside from the fact that I'm also running out of adjectives, but it really is amazing that you can juggle like all those three things at the same time and still stay sane. You know, <laughs> barely sane. Barely, barely. <laughs> That's why we're friends. I'm on the edge. We're in that fine line between <laughs> right between sane and yeah. insane. <laughs> It's all about time management, yeah. Because, you know, I can be busy throughout the day and at night with school and all that stuff. So uh, finding time to draw is really a challenge for me. How long does it usually, you know, your mood when you get in the zone? Like for until how long um, do you do you paint? Do you like take breaks in between, or do you just go full on like eight hours, fifteen hours? I don't care. I want to finish this, you know, because <laughs> I have days that I'm like that. Yeah, I get you. I do have moments like that. Um, yeah, sometimes I can get really like in the mood for it, that I forget what time it is. Especially when you're in the mood, because it's so hard to get the mood back. It's so hard when. So let's say, let's say I'm in the mood now. If I don't finish this today, I'm going to be, I'm going to be stuck with this work in progress, like for the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I do get downtimes like that too. Like that long, even longer, like a one year downtime. No, I don't want that. I know, right? (laughs) So when I'm in the mood, let me draw. Yeah, exactly. I think it also um, requires discipline. To be able to, you know, um, yes. get that output that you're you're trying to go for, because you know, you know what I tell myself, right? I think you've heard me say this like a couple of times, like, and when I put stuff out, I'm like, I don't think I was OC enough. Now that I'm like noticing all of these flaws when I'm, like, <gasps> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> There are like there are times that you also fight it because if I overthink it, it might not turn out the way I I wanted it to turn out. And then when I erase it, I'm like, oh my god, I can't get the nose back to what it, to how it was. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like I'm totally gonna scratch the whole drawing. You know, like, like you remember that that scene from from Tangled, the Rapunzel movie? Yeah, they, uh, yeah. He was like, they just can't get my nose right. Like I get you, bro. <laughs> I like one of those artists. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we end the interview, I have one last question. What is your purpose? Like, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? For me, it's just because I love drawing. I love art. And I love sharing it with people. And like what I mentioned before, um, I want to be able to teach people, inspire people with uh, my artworks, my artwork. So yeah, that's my that's my essence. <laughs> I think that's what happens with creativity. Like the more you you share it, the more people have it. Like the more people will get something out of it. Like and then there's more creativity. Then they get to create stuff for themselves, mm-hmm. and and yeah. it's just going to be like a domino. Yeah. When someone is creating, and then when that creation when that art inspires somebody else that's also going to help them create their own art and then when they share it like every everything is just going to be like wildfire when I have like creative blocks I just tell myself Mm -hmm. that if I don't put stuff out if I don't 
if I don't get creative, creative, right. like right now, apart from, from being, you know, from being stagnant, honing my skills at the same time, like, how am I going to inspire people if I don't make stuff? It still gives off that influence, like when we, when we, when we create the stuff that we create. And I think that's what also I'm trying to achieve. Like when, when mm-hmm. I'm creating this podcast, I also want others to, to share their stories, their journey in terms of their art with their music. If they're a writer, like all of the, the stuff that they write, like what inspires them. So that's one of the things that, that I'm also going for. And I really thank you for being one of my first few guests. I'm really, <laughs> Thank so, you so I'm, much. I'm so proud of you. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, like all these years we both have been geeking out on each other's art. And now I get to geek out for Rails Rails. And I'm just so glad to, to have had you in the show. And I will, I hope I can have you back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much <laughs> for your time. And I hope that to everybody listening right now, if you want to pursue art, if you want to talk about your journey creative wise, just hit me up. DM me. I'm Aubrey DS. And this podcast is called It's All Material. And um, Krizzy, um, can you remind everybody again what your Instagram and Facebook handles are? My Facebook page, uh, my Facebook page is Krizzy Create, A-R-Y-Z-Z-Y and Creates. And it's the same for my Instagram handle at Krizzy Creates. Awesome. Thank you so much again. And um, I hope to have you here real soon. Thank you for having me. And thank you to everybody listening right now. Don't forget to follow Krizzy on our socials. This is Aubrey, and you're listening to It's All Material. New episode every Thursday at 7 p.m.